There are many items that we find in our pantry that could be used for more than cooking. Let's look into salt today. Hey, this is episode 752 of the Ready Your Future podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you prepare for a better future so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's episode, 24 uses for salt besides putting it in your food. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that can help you get ready for a better future. All article links and show information can be found in the show notes. Hey, are you looking to up your preparedness knowledge? Don't spend time bouncing around the internet for the best preparedness content. Instead, sign up for the top preparedness articles and get them right in your email. For $5 a month, you can get the top preparedness articles from around the internet sent to your email weekly. You can choose to read them or drop them in the Pocket app and have them read to you as you go about your day. The Buy Me a Coffee link to the top preparedness articles is in the show notes. Hey guys, as we get started here in this episode, I want to ask you if you would rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps others find the podcast and I greatly appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the article for this episode. You know, I've been thinking a lot as prices are going up everywhere and people are having to make decisions of, do I buy this or do I buy that? And all the different things that are out there. I've really been thinking about these household items that we have. And, and specifically, we have some in that we keep in our kitchen, in our pantries. But then we have other household items that can be used for multiple different reasons. I mean, a lot of the times when you, you know, we're talking about salt today. And you think about salt, of course, you're thinking about salting your food. You want your food to taste good, but there's a lot of other uses for salt. And there are also a lot of other items in our homes that can be used for other things. And so again, as we've been, you know, as inflation is going up and prices are going up, I've been thinking about how can we help a little bit here by using multiple different items that we have in our home for different uses. So I have talked about this in the past. In fact, I had an article that I was going to read, but I realized that I had already done that back in episode 588. There was an article by ModernSurvivalOnline.com called 35 Survival Uses for Salt. And so uh, I'm like, okay, I can't, uh, I don't want to reread that one because if I was just doing that article, I I mean, or that, yeah, that article, I could just say, hey, (laughs) let's listen to episode 588 again. But I wanted to find another article that had some different items because salt can be used for many different ways. So some of these are uh, referenced in that first article, but some of these are not. And so I'm like, okay, let's go ahead and use these or use this article because, again, there are just so many different uses. And episode 588 was a whole long time ago. And so uh, definitely want to, uh, you know, revisit this topic. I think it would be smart. So this one's coming to us from survivalsullivan.com. And the article is entitled 24 Uses for Salt Besides Putting It in Your Food. So let's go ahead and jump into this one and find some other reasons that we should be stockpiling salt. When it comes to sprucing up a bland dinner or adding flavor to homemade pickles, there are few ingredients that can compare with good old-fashioned salt. Salt allows food molecules to be released into the air and gives the food a distinct aroma and flavor. It highlights and suppresses the taste of foods and is a necessary staple for any homesteading chef. 
However, did you know that there are multiple uses for salt outside of the kitchen? There are several different types of salt, all of which can serve distinct purposes. Table salt is the most common type of salt and is finely ground, containing no trace minerals or impurities. It does not clump and has added iodine, which is necessary to prevent conditions such as hypothyroidism. Sea salt, on the other hand, contains higher quantities of minerals such as zinc, potassium, and iron, making it excellent for cooking and food preservation. Other types of salt include kosher, Himalayan pink, Celtic sea, flake, and pickling salt. Although there are a vast variety of salts and their uses vary, it's important to remember that all salt can be given second life in these multi-purposing tips. So the first category that we're going to be looking at is food preservation uses. So the first thing here is it increases your shelf life of foods. So salt acts as a preservative through the process of osmosis. When two chemicals are brought into contact with each other, they reach a situation of equalization. As a result, it can be said that salt helps to dehydrate foods by absorbing or equalizing the water contained within the food. This dehydration prevents the food from decomposing. To preserve your fruits, vegetables, and meat, you must completely cover your food with water and then gradually add salt until there are salt deposits on the bottom of your container. Store the container ideally with an airtight seal in the refrigerator for several days. After this time has elapsed, exchange the old brine for fresh. If you're dehydrating meat, bake it in the oven at an extremely low temperature. For short-term preservation, Cut fruits and vegetables can also be placed in salt water solution. The salt helps prevent the pieces from turning brown and losing flavor. This is a great solution if you're cutting up large quantities of potatoes, apples, or other ingredients for cooking and need to temporarily prevent them from browning. Another thing you can do is test egg freshness. If you are a homesteader and tend to stockpile large quantities of chicken eggs, this is the tip for you. If you're not sure how long that carton of eggs has been in your fridge, never fear. Simply place the questionable egg in a cup of water with two teaspoons of salt. If the egg sinks, it's fresh. If not, it will float and should definitely be tossed. For the eggs you plan to keep, there is another use for salt. You can prevent eggshells from breaking during the hard boiling process by adding a few teaspoons of salt to the boiling water. This will save you time and energy and also prevent a nasty, stinky mess. One of the things I recently saw, in, uh, according to this specific uh, use, is also adding baking soda to it, right? So salt, a little salt and baking soda, and supposedly the eggshells will just come flying off. And so I saw that somewhere. And uh, anyway, that's uh, something to kind of think about there as well. All right, so another thing you can do, again, we're looking at you know food preservation and we're looking at food here when we're talking about salt, is you can extend the shelf life of dairy. As a prepper, it's important that you maximize the shelf life of all your supplies, especially hard to store dairy products. To preserve cheese, soak a napkin or cloth in salt water and tightly wrap it around your cheese. This will prolong its shelf life and prevent mold. You can also add a pinch of salt to a carton of milk. Doing so will allow the milk to stay fresh a week or sometimes more past its expiration date. All right, next up is deodorizing your hands. 
If you have been cutting beef, fish, garlic, onions, or other highly odorous foods, you probably already know that soap alone is usually not enough to get the stench off of your hands. But here's a good tip that will. Make a paste of a little bit of water and coarse salt to scrub and rub your hands down with. It should take those nasty odors right off. If you're dealing with a particularly stubborn stink, Try wiping your hands across clean stainless steel and then repeating the above tip. All right, next up is keep your cut fruit from browning. So it seems like no matter what kind of fruit it is and no matter how hard you try, it's only a few short minutes after you cut it that it begins turning an unsightly brown color. It might be okay to eat, but it's definitely unsettling and it certainly makes a poor impression at the dinner table. But using salt in the right way will allow you to greatly extend the amount of time you have before your cut fruit turns brown. Simply create a weak solution of salt and water, no more than a fraction of a teaspoon in a, quart, in a couple of quarts, and swish the pieces in it before transferring them to a bowl. Again, staying with the food side of things, you can shell nuts a little easier. There is hardly anything more delicious or more festive around the holidays than fresh nuts in the shell. But as anyone enjoying this or knows, getting to the treasure within can be quite the task even with the best cracker. Salt can once again come to the rescue. If you soak your nuts in the shell in salted water for 15 to 20 minutes before letting them dry, you'll notice that the shells crack and split easier when it's time to pop them open. Again, the peel boiled eggs thing here. Uh, boiled eggs are a delicious, healthy protein snack or a side dish, but peeling them is a grade five pain in the butt. You can make this onerous kitchen chore a little bit easier by salting the water that you boil your eggs in. You don't need to change anything else, but when it comes time to peel the shells off, you should notice a lot less resistance and significantly less flaking. You know, I've always seen that one trick where people put a little bit, you know, they put a boiled egg in some kind of uh, like a Tupperware covered plastic container, put a little bit of water in there, and then they kind of like just twirl it around and, all, you know, just like it just pops off, you know, right? The, the shell pops off. That's never worked for me. I don't know if I'm not doing it right or whatever, but uh, that's never worked for me. Uh, hopefully one day I will get it and, and find the true, uh, the easiest way of being able to peel boiled eggs. I'm going to try that baking soda with, uh, with uh, you know, salt in there when I'm boiling the eggs next time and see what happens. All right, so, uh, you know, we've been talking about the food, uh, using it in food or using it in the kitchen. Now we're going to go to cleaning uses for it, all right? So let's go ahead and jump into this one. So salt can season cast iron. So cast iron pans are fabulous cooking tools for homesteaders because they add an immense amount of flavor to your food and provide trace quantities of iron. However, since they have the ability to rust when exposed to water, they are difficult to wash. Salt can save the day. If you have grungy cast iron pans with stubborn remnants of food, simply pour one cup of coarse kosher salt into the warm pan. Scour using a rag, be careful not to burn yourself, then dump the salt and briefly rinse with hot water. Dry or heat the pan immediately to evaporate the moisture. Next up is remove odors from wood cutting boards. So been cutting up some stinky salmon on your beautiful wood cutting board? Odors tend to linger for longer periods of time in wood because it can be tougher to sanitize. However, salt can help. 
Pour an ample amount of salt on your cutting board and then rub with a damp cloth before washing it in warm water or with bleach. No more stink. You can also remove stains and freshen up. So salt is great at removing stains because it is a natural exfoliant. As a result, it can be used to clean hard water stains, dishes, coffee rings, the oven, and even stains from red wine or blood. A salt water paste applied to a surface is effective at getting out most tough stains. You can also clean your cleaning supplies with salt. Sponges tend to get gross with multiple uses. Rather than throwing it out and buying more, not a good option for most preppers, soak it in salt water overnight. When you wring it out in the morning, you'll think it was a brand new sponge. Next up is getting rid of rust. If your outdoor furniture or fixtures have seen better days, salt can help. Make a paste with six tablespoons of salt and two tablespoons of lemon juice. Ironically, although salt often causes rusting, which you'll know all about if you live in a northern climate and own a vehicle, this combination can help remove rust stains from most surfaces. Just be sure to rinse thoroughly and dry so that the mixture doesn't set in and amplify the problem. You know, it's funny reading this paragraph because I was just talking about this uh, with a coworker, a new coworker, who is from up north, and we were talking about the differences and and heat versus uh, winter, and we're talking about all those different kinds of things. And one of the, you know, we talked about the salt on the on the ground and uh, that they use. And uh, she said that when she came down to Texas and she got her oil change, uh, the mechanic said, "What in the world happened to the bottom of your vehicle?" You know, because it was it was eaten up a little bit with rust. And so different from, I guess, what they're used to seeing down here, because we don't usually put salt on uh, on our roads and, you know, maybe on the high overpasses. But for the most part, they don't they don't do a lot of that. So her thing was, you know, you just got to, you know, when you can go to the car wash and try to get it, you know, all that salt off from uh, underneath as much as possible. Uh, That's what that's what she wound up saying uh, that she did. But still, they could they could tell that there was a little bit of rust there. So I don't know. I just thought about that when I was reading that one, uh, that paragraph there. All right. So moving on, uh, you can deodorize your clothes. So if you live an active lifestyle, as most preppers and homesteaders do, you'll find that your clothes begin to tell tell a smelly tell after a period of time. To freshen up your shoes, spray the inside with a salt water solution. This will help eliminate and prevent future odors. You can also add a few tablespoons of salt to your laundry detergent. Salt is eco-friendlier than most store-bought additives such as OxyClean and will help keep your clothes fresh and bright while removing any lingering odors. So you can also wash lettuce. So I think really this probably should have been up in the uh, the food category. But anyway, wash lettuce. So you want your salad to have a crunch, but that crunch shouldn't be from all the leftover dirt. Lettuce and other leafy greens such as kale or collards can be difficult to wash because the irregular shape of their leaves allow dirt to become trapped. If you soak your salad mixture in a water bath with a bit of salt, the salt will help to force away the rest of the dirt. All right, then we get to shake, clean, delicate or intricate items. Some lightweight items around the home are so delicate or intricate that cleaning them can be a nightmare, especially if you are unable to soak them or spray them down with water. Instead of letting these items accumulate grease, grime and dust, you can turn to a better option. Simply place the item in question inside a bag or container before adding a combination of fine and coarsely ground salt. Then either hold on to the container or grip the item through the bag and shake. 
or shake like your life depends on it. The salt particles will act like a human-powered sandblaster and thoroughly but gently scour the grime off the object. Next up, scour vases in jars. Everyone who enjoys fresh-cut flowers as a decoration knows what a pain it is can be getting the inside of them thoroughly clean, particularly when they taper or have a thin, delicate neck. A little bit of creativity goes a long way in this regard. All you need to do is add some salt and a tiny bit of water to the inside before closing the opening and then vigorously swishing it back and forth. Once again, the abrasive properties of salt will scour off any grime while also killing germs. Give it a good rinse and you'll be all done. What about removing stains on glass? So glass is a surface that is usually known for its stain-resistant properties, but you can rest assured that anything capable of actually staining the glass is going to be quite a doozy to remove and highly resistant to typical methods. Don't wear your wrist and arm out trying to scrub off something that can beat your brush and your usual cleaner. Once again, grab your salt and then pour a little bit out on a slightly moistened rag. Scrub the offending stain and you should notice it disappearing before your eyes. And with that, you can clean up tea and coffee cups. So I would recommend that most of us have our favorite coffee cups or mugs that we enjoy our morning brew in. It's just not the same without it. Or if you aren't a coffee drinker, perhaps a selection of tea cups that you rely on for your afternoon spot. The problem is that both coffee and tea are hideously staining and can easily produce stubborn, unsightly rings that are impossible to remove. Rather, they were impossible to remove before you scrubbed the rings down with salt and hot water. No matter how bad it looks, chances are salt is just the ticket here. All right, what about removing algae? So if you have a fish tank, hot tub, or pool that regularly suffers from outbreaks of algae, you know how badly that repeat infestation can stain those surfaces. This is one unsightly green mess that most people either learn to live with or throw in the towel on before calling the professionals. Before you reach for your wallet, try to scrub it down one more time with a heavy-duty scrub and coarse salt. At the micro level, salt is sharp enough to cut through this resistant, slimy stuff. Once the algae is gone, treat the affected area with an algae killer to prevent spores from reestablishing themselves. The next up is shining brass. So brass fixtures, pots, and pans will all oxidize and discolor over time, and these usually prove to be the most stubborn of stains around your house. Over-the-counter brass cleaners are aggressive enough that they can actually damage the surface or corrode the metal itself, so you don't want to use those unless it is a last resort. Using vinegar and flour together with salt, you can make a paste that will break down these surface stains and then help you shine the brass beneath, all without harming the metal. Simply let it soak on the surface for anywhere from 5 to 20 minutes and then wipe it off before buffing as normal. Alright, you can also clean up a toothbrush. Most of us tend to throw toothbrushes away and replace them anytime they show signs of degradation, but even if you are dealing with a cheaper toothbrush, it probably has plenty of life left in it. It's likely just needs a good cleaning. To freshen up a cruddy toothbrush and restore to surface, whisk the bristles and the head in a thick paste made from salt, baking soda, and water. This should loosen up any mineral deposits that are gunking up the bristles. Then give it a rinse in steaming but not boiling salt water for a few minutes before one final fresh water rinse. You should notice a significant improvement. So halt a wine stain before it is too late. 
When it comes to stains around the house, spilled wine is pretty much the apocalypse. On the rug, the carpet, the furniture, or clothing, most folks know that that is it. It's over. Nothing you can do. As it turns out, there is something you can do to significantly reduce the intensity of the stain or even eliminate it with a little bit of luck. You'll need to act fast though. The first thing you should do is immediately douse the stain with copious cold water to dilute it. Then, if you can, soak up the excess water, but you want to leave the stain damp to the touch. Next, keep the stain flat on a flat surface and then mound up salt directly on top of it. The salt should serve to wick out the moisture that is left and hopefully the stain with it. You can also deep clean a nasty broom. So if you reach for your broom to sweep up your kitchen and around your house daily, you might not give much thought to cleaning the broom itself. Sure, it might just look like a little bit of dust here and there, but if you ever care to touch the bristles, you'll soon discover how grimy and gross they really are. That grimy grossness is getting pushed around on your floor when you sweep. You want to clean your broom periodically to improve the efficiency of your own cleaning with it. In a bucket, mix up a couple of cups of salt with hot water before swishing the broom in it vigorously. Give it a rinse with cold, fresh water and it should be ready to go again. You can also remove watermarks. So one of the most agonizing household mishaps is discovering a ring-shaped watermark on your beautiful finished wood because somebody didn't use a coaster. It's enough to give anyone fits, but you don't have to live with it from there on out. As soon as you notice the mark, get a clean soft cloth and press some dry salt on top of it. Repeat this process with fresh salt periodically and you should notice the ring mark disappearing right before your eye. You can also make drain cleaner. A clogged sink or tub is always a major pain around the household and can turn into a major disaster if not dealt with quickly. If you don't have any drain cleaner on hand or don't want to pour that caustic stuff into your pipes, you have a gentler but effective DIY solution. Carefully draw up a couple of quarts of water combined with three cups of vinegar and a cup of salt. Stir together then bring to a boil. When the water reaches a boil, take it to the clogged drain and pour it in. Use maximum caution. Let that sit and work for about 10 minutes and the clog should disappear. Rinse thoroughly with hot water for a couple of minutes and you are done. Another one of the most annoying stains that we deal with on a weekly basis are tough grass stains. What is it about grass that makes it so doggone difficult to get rid of? Instead of throwing good money after bad trying to track down an over-the-counter product that will actually do what it says it will, try this. Mix up a strong solution of salt and water and pre-soak the stain for about 10 minutes. Then, using the coarsest salt you have, scrub on the grass, grass stain with a rag or a stiff brush. It should start to come off. Wash the garment normally when you're done. So if you have patio furniture and it's wicker, you can use this as well, right? So wicker furniture is beautiful and durable for outdoor use, but over time it can start to look pretty nasty as the finish wears off and mold starts to establish itself. Instead of putting up with this unsightly appearance, do something about it with salt. There's not much of this method. Simply grab a brush, a rag, and salt, and then get to cleaning. The salt will act as a natural abrasive, cleaning and polishing the wood while helping to kill off any mold that might be forming. It will do all this without unduly damaging the wood itself. Pretty soon, your wicker furniture will be ready for another season. All right, so if you are buying flowers and you want to keep them nice and tidy, you can arrange your artificial flowers and arrangements with salt. 
So let me read this one here. So this one is one of my favorite alternate uses for salt. It's just so clever. If you are arranging artificial flowers or any other decorative stems, you can solidly base them in salt, either in a vase or other container. All you need to do is to fill up the vase or container with salt, wet it down just a little bit, and then arrange your flowers and other decorations. As the salt dries, it will harden into a crystalline structure that will firmly anchor your flowers. If you want to remove them, you'll just need to wiggle them and break them loose. How's that for a clever technique? So here's one that I wasn't familiar with uh, dealing with candles. So you can stop your candles from dripping. So here's another cool chemistry-related use for salt in the home. Did you know that it is possible to drastically reduce the amount of dripping wax coming off of a candle and slender tapered candles in particular? It's true. All you need to do is soak the unwrapped candle in a strong salt water solution for a couple of hours. It helps if the salt water is warm, but you don't want it hot as this can cause the candle to deform. Next time you light your candle, you should notice significantly less wax dripping down. Then you can color fasten your laundry. One of the worst things that can happen around your house is washing a load of colored clothes or towels only to find that they have leached color into the rest of the load. It's enough to give, you, to give someone fits. Luckily, you can prevent this unhappy occurrence by dumping a couple of cups of salt into the wash, wash water the first time you wash new colored clothing, towels, or linens. The salt water will serve to lock the colors in place in the fabric and you won't have to worry about them bleeding any color for the next three or four loads. All right, so going back to the kitchen, I guess, you can clean and freshen your fridge. So there's hardly anything worse than a nasty, smelly fridge. Whatever the case, you'll eventually need to clean it out. Throw away the biohazardous leftovers you forgot about and wipe up the mystery stains and spills. But even after you've done that, you'll likely notice a lingering malignant odor. It's almost like your fridge has become haunted by the filth. You can use a solution of salt and water here to clean and deodorize at the same time. I like to add a couple of cups of salt to one and a half cups of water, making sure it's completely dissolved. Then grab a rag or a sponge and wipe down the entire interior surface of your refrigerator. Dry thoroughly and you should notice a drastic reduction in offensive odor. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about safety and first aid here. I guess that's the next category that we'll, we'll deal with. And the first one is stopping a grease fire. So grease fires are hard to put out, but are frighteningly common. In fact, cooking fires are the most common cause of house fires in the United States. Don't rely on a fire extinguisher for small fires. Instead, turn to salt. Salt helps to smother fires as it deprives the flames of oxygen. It won't make a mess of your grill, barbecue, bonfire, or stovetop either. It also won't cause excessive smoke. You can also treat wounds. So the main chemical that exists in salt, sodium chloride, acts as a cell dehydrator in most situations. This means that simple cuts and injuries can be treated by applying a saline solution. Because salt forces the liquid in cells to move out of the body, it helps eliminate unwanted bacteria from entering your bloodstream. In essence, this helps to prevent infection and speed up the healing process. Next time you find yourself with a small cut, apply a small amount of salt water. Yes, it will hurt until the wound is healed. And again, there's a disclaimer here. I mean, there's always a disclaimer when there's anything medical. The author is not a doctor. Neither the author nor a survival Sullivan shall be held responsible for the usage of the information in this article. So that's always, you know, accompanies anything with uh, medical uses there. 
All right, so another thing that you can do is alleviate insect bites and stings. Let's face it, insect bites are probably the number one most unpleasant thing about summer months. They itch, make you feel uncomfortable, and frankly, make you hate going outside in the first place. Fortunately, salt can help to alleviate some of the discomfort caused by bites or stings from honeybees, wasps, mosquitoes, and other flying critters. Soak a cloth in salt water and use it as a compress. This will help to cool your skin and relieve the itch. This remedy can also be used for rashes caused by poison ivy, oak, and sumac. So then staying on with like the medicinal uses of it, the first one here is a nasal rinse. And what I'm going to tell you here is you really need to be careful. And I really wouldn't uh, go with this here. Um, but I'm going to read it anyway. And I, I'll just let me read it and then I'll follow up with it. If you're feeling congested or simply want to help prevent a cold, try using a salt nasal rinse. This helps restore moisture and calm down testy mucous membranes inside your sinuses. This is a great home remedy for individuals who suffer from frequent colds or sinus issues. To make a saline nasal rinse, fill a squeeze bottle with a mixture of salt and water. Tip the bottle into your nose and allow the mixture to drain out of your mouth or through the other side of your nose. This strategy is much cheaper, in essence free, and more natural than any other medication sold in pharmacies. So you can go to drugstores or order from Amazon or wherever you're going to, you know, get your nasal rinses from and your neti pots. You can get that. And there's a solution that you, that they sell that you can, you know, add to it. And they always tell you to use distilled water. And that's really important to use this, this uh, article here, or this paragraph does not talk about distilled water. And so I think that's really important if you're going to try something like this. And, uh, you know, I, if you are, you need to really look into this. And because when you're introducing things to your, your nasal, your, your mucous membranes and stuff like that, that's, that's real serious stuff there. And if you introduce something that, uh, you know, that's not uh, sterilized, I mean, you can really do some damage there. So really look into that before you, you move along with that. And even those who use neti pots, you're supposed to really clean those out really, really well. And, uh, you know, so that you don't, uh, you know, introduce any kind of bacteria or anything into your nasal, uh, your mucous membranes. All right. So uh, just FYI on that one. All right. So moving on again with the medicinal pieces here, uh, what about a sore throat? So salt doesn't necessarily prevent or treat the underlying infections or allergies that cause a sore throat, but it does help to draw out the mucus. It can help loosen up congestion and limit those nasty sick time secretions. Mix one fourth teaspoon of salt with a cup of water and then gargle. This will help relieve some of the scratchiness of your throat as well as pressure and pain. All right, next up is gum infections. So salt can also help prevent mucus and inflammation in the mouth that causes oral problems. Gum infections can be treated with a toothpaste made of salt, baking soda, and water. You can also gargle with salt water to help relieve canker sores and to freshen up your breath after a garlicky meal. And what about skin care? So as you already know, salt is a great exfoliant. Salt, sea salt scrubs are commonly sold in stores to help remove dead skin cells and refresh tired skin. Salt helps remove odors, rough patches, and calluses from skin. To use, simply mix with water and a few drops of essential oils to create a relaxing, fresh-smelling mix. Salt treatments can help to dry out acne and improve your overall complexion and skin health. All right, so what about aches? So if your muscles are screaming in agony from all the work you've been doing around the homestead, salt can help you take a load off. 
Fill a bathtub with Epsom salt and hot water and soak for several minutes a few times a week. If you don't have time to lounge in the tub, you can also make a paste of salt and any kind of gel such as aloe and apply it directly to your skin for instant relief. For digestion, filling a bit backed up before you reach for store-bought cleansers, try sea salt instead. A mixture of salt dissolved in water helps your system effectively push waste through the body. It will release toxins and improve your overall digestion. Pepto who? Then you can make a mouthwash. Salt has long been renowned as an oral debriding agent and also a potent disinfectant in its own right. You can use these properties along with baking soda to make a surprisingly effective homemade mouthwash. Add one part of salt to one part of baking soda and six parts of water before stirring or shaking thoroughly to combine. Then all you need to do is swish, gargle, and rinse with it as normal after brushing your teeth. You'll have a cleaner mouth and a fresher breath. So moving to treat dry and scalpy lips. A surprisingly and somewhat counterintuitive use for salt is in treating scaly cracked lips. If the surface of your lips feel rough to the touch and you notice unsightly splitting, you can take action using salt as an exfoliant before they get so bad that they split open for real. Place some fine salt on your toothbrush or use a rag wrapped around the end of your finger. Moisten the salt with just a drop or two of water and then scrub your lips in gentle circular motions. The salt will help peel away the thick drying skin on your lips so that you can re-moisturize them and keep them supple. So moving to your hair, you can prevent dandruff. So dandruff is another nasty problem that can hurt your self-esteem. Though many products, including shampoos and other treatments, promise to get rid of dandruff, precious few seem to work very well. This is because the root cause of dandruff has more to do with a lack of exfoliation than it does with an inherent quality of the skin. This is where salt can save the day once again. Next time you go to hop in the shower, grab a small bowl full of salt. Wet your hair, then scrub the salt down into your scalp as you would normally wash. Take care of that you don't get any in your eye. So once that's done, rinse and then shampoo and condition as normal. You should notice a dramatic reduction in dandruff. Take care that you don't get any in your eye. Once that's done, rinse and then shampoo and condition as normal. You should notice a dramatic reduction in dandruff. All right, so now we can move to like the home improvement DIY category. Really, all this has been DIY, but home improvement. So you can make soap. Next time you make your own soap, consider adding salt. Not only does salt help to slough off dead skin cells and rejuvenate your complexion, it also helps add hardness to a bar of soap. If you find that your homemade soap is finding its way to a goopy mess on the floor than it is to your skin, adding salt could could be the way to go. What about fighting weeds? So if your garden is succumbing to weeds this season, that's not good news for your wintertime food stores. Attack those cumbersome weeds before they can take control by pouring boiling salt water on them. The hot water will kill the weeds and the salt will prevent their regrowth. This isn't a permanent fix and you must take care not to hit your precious plants but it is a safe and natural alternative to chemical herbicides. This tip also works well in hard-to-weed areas, such as the spaces between patio bricks or blocks. Salt can be dispersed among the bricks to help prevent weeds from popping up and ruining your landscape. You can also prevent ants and other pests. So many species of bugs hate salt. Ants are deterred by salt as they dislike walking on the fine grains. Sprinkle a line of salt to prevent ants from entering a specific area or spray a saltwater mix in general vicinity. 
Salt is not toxic to humans or animals, so it's a safe alternative to raid and other insecticides on the market. Then you can help it or use salt to scale fish. There's nothing worse after a productive day on the boat than coming home to a pile full of fish that need to be cleaned. Though this is a necessary byproduct of the enjoyable and sustainable hobby, salt provides a way to speed up the process. If you soak fish in salt water before you attempt to descale them, you'll find that the task is much easier. You won't have to work as hard to peel the scales. Instead, they will fall right off as soon as you touch them. You can also use salt to pluck chickens. So even if you are lucky enough to own a mechanized chicken plucker machine, pin feathers remain an unfortunate component of the butchering process. Pin feathers are the tiny black feather shafts that form on a chicken's body as a result of new feather growth. They often remain even after the chicken has been plucked and though not harmful to ingest, give the meat an unsavory appearance. To remove them quickly, rub the chicken down with salt. The salt dries out the skin and makes it easier to pull out the stubborn pieces. All right, we're still chugging along here. There's still like a, a good number of uses to read. Uh, the next up is killing slugs. So most of us are probably already familiar with the use of salt as an improvised but incredibly effective weapon against slugs and snails. This isn't an old wives' tale. The stuff really works. All you need to do is sprinkle a perimeter of salt around your plants that are constantly under attack by slugs and snails or pour it directly on the critters to kill them. You should note that this is a particularly hideous and agonizing way to go for the little things, but if you are done playing around, it definitely works. You can use salt to soften hard water. So hard mineralized water is a major problem for some houses depending on where you live. Hard water buildup will leave terrible stains on fixtures, make it difficult to properly clean using the water, and cause all sorts of other problems. There are multiple methods for softening this hard water, and salt plays an important part in several of them being used in an ion exchange capacity. You generally just can't go dumping salt into your water supply to soften it, but you should know that salt is important for the task. You can also, of course, melt hazardous icy spots. So one of the most common and most old-fashioned uses for salt is as a de-icer. Salt naturally lowers the freezing point of water and prevents ice from forming on driveways and other sur surfaces. Simply scatter salt wherever you need a surface to be slip-free. Ideally, this should be done before any precipitation, as salting works better as a preventative measure than as a treatment. You can also prevent frost and ice on windows. So you already know that salt is used on driveways and highways to prevent the buildup of ice. But did you know that they can do the same thing for windows on your vehicle? It's true. All you need to do is keep some coarse salt handy in a bag for the purpose. The night before the wintry precipitation comes in, sprinkle the salt all over your front and rear windshields. The next morning, you should notice that it remains clear of ice or at least has dramatically less ice buildup than usual. Alternately, you can also de-ice your windshield by soaking a sponge in salt water and rubbing all of your windows down. Let them dry. When your window gets wet during the storm, this will prevent them from freezing. So I think I would rather do that. Like if I, you know, well, we, we do get, our, our windshields do freeze up. So I'd rather do that than just pouring salt all over it because I'm afraid that using salt would, you know, get on the paint and ruin it, ruin it that way. So uh, I think I like the... Uh, the idea of using like a sponge uh, with salt. I think that would work a little bit better there. So there's countless uses for salt. This list is a mere sample of the countless ways to use salt as a cleaner, preservative, and tool around the house. 
Start stockpiling salt now. So every time you head to the grocery store, make sure you grab an extra carton. It will never spoil and will be value, a valued commodity to you as a prepper or a homesteader. All right. So I think this is an excellent article, really, when you think about all the different uses of salt. And hopefully it is one of those that really kind of gets you thinking. My friend, Michael Bunker, and we've had him on the show a couple of times, on the podcast a couple of times. Um, he always gets asked, and just I remember seeing this probably in the last six months. He was asked, you know, what is the most important item to stockpile, you know, prep item to stockpile? And, you know, a lot of people probably would have expected him to, to say food and water and all these different kinds of things. And he, his answer was salt. You know, salt is cheap. It does not go bad if you store it correctly. And it is very, very valuable. So imagine a time when you can't get salt anymore and uh, for the many uses of it. But again, imagine a time when you can't get salt anymore and uh, you need it for whatever it is. Even just salting your food where, you know, that's the last little bit of a spice that you have, you would definitely want that. And so, you know, you can go and you can buy the cheap, uh, you know, cans of jar. They're not really cans, but whatever, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, you can get them for anywhere between 33 cents to, to 80 cents, you know, and then all the different kinds of salt as well. If you go to a decent grocery store, I know the one that I go to has all the you know different kinds of salt, the Himalayan, the pink, all that stuff, uh, pink Himalayan <laughs> sea salt kosher, all the, all the different kinds. But anyway, um, you know, it's very cheap to purchase right now and it'd be worth its weight in gold when you can't get to it, right? When you, when you just can't get to the store. So it's one of those things I know. I remember noticing when like COVID was first uh, surging and, you know, the grocery stores were being wiped out. I did notice that salt was one of those things that people were buying up. I mean, people were buying up like flour and sugar. They were buying the staples, but salt was also being bought up as well. So there's a lot of people that understand that salt is very important, but right now you can easily find it. And so it would be very smart to, uh, to stock up on some salt for all the different reasons. But I mean, first I'm going to be using it for food and then food preservation if you needed it for that. But uh, then all the other uses that you would, you would want for it. All right. So uh, definitely something to think about. Well, guys, like always, I'm going to link to this article in the show notes and you can go check it out over at Survival Sullivan. A lot of good information. There's other links that you can come check out and uh, you know think about other uses for it. It might be something that you might be interested in and you can do some searching and, and find other uses for salt. Uh, there's more than the ones that we read here. Definitely uh, more than that. All right, let me end with this. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you will also enjoy listening to audiobooks. So I use Audible as my app and audio store of choice. If you don't have Audible, you can join it free for 30 days and you can enjoy listening to Audible originals, podcasts, sleep tracks, and audiobooks. So if you want to get some more information, you can visit audiopreps.com. Again, guys, that's audiopreps with an S.com. I have also listed a few audiobooks there that I have listened to if you need some ideas and uh, there are prepper fiction and also other books that I recommend that are not uh, prepper related or self-reliant uh, related. So again, that's audiopreps with an S.com and uh, you could click the link in the show notes. Well, everyone, that's it for episode 752. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Readiness Goodness. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. 
When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 handpicked preparedness articles that you should read. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware. Peace.